Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book, I'm a Registered Dietitian, Now What?, where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. I feel every great conversation is had over a meal or a cocktail or a mocktail if you choose. These conversations take on their own life and travel into unique directions, which is what truly matters to me. Today I'm putting on my party pants, pouring myself something refreshing to drink, and inviting a couple guests to chat and just see where the words take us. In this episode of Cocktails, Mocktails, and Conversations, I invited back two of my favorite humans, Nicole Rodriguez and Dave Sharotsky. As 2019 begins, we discuss resolutions, food porn, being authentic, and things we are looking forward to in the new year. Cheers. We are good. Awesome. Well, I thank you so much for having a three-way with me tonight. I'm so excited. This is my first ever on the podcast, and we are having a cocktail on the podcast. Yeah, we're having a cocktails and mocktails conversation because uh, we are just kind of mixing it up tonight. So I would like to just kind of ask you both. I've got Nicole and Dave on with me. I know that you heard that in the intro. But Nicole, what are you drinking this evening for this conversation? I have had some, wait for it, Diet Coke this evening. Ooh. Cue cue the gasping on the naughty chemicals. Oh my God. Yes, she did. (laughs) But you got to love the fizz. It's like something about that can cracking. Yes. Yes. And it was out of a can. Absolutely. It has to be out of a can. Yeah. There's just something about that sound. You're just like, oof, just gets me every time. So alluring. It really is. (laughs) And Dave, what are you indulging in tonight? So first, can we ask why Nicole's life is so good that she doesn't have to alter her consciousness with alcohol? Because I do. We can. (laughs) She's denying that. She's still not going to talk about it. Well, Dave, first I I need to know what you're drinking and then we can delve into that. But I need to know what you're drinking. uh, I just have uh, have a couple of... uh, Filial porters over here. Oh, that's oh. nice. Yeah, it's oh, lovely. Nice. It's lovely. It is, it's lovely. I thought you were going to here. say hot toddy because I, I was going to do a hot toddy, but so you just want to get the job done, and I don't want to sip. Okay. Oh, I get it. There's your new. There's your new food fetish Friday. A hot toddy. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant just get the job done. <laughs> well, yeah. When you just want to sip. No, like a quickie. A quickie's a good one, right? Yes. You haven't done that already? No, we haven't done quickie yet. Oh, here we go. Schedule. You better be. You better have a pen and paper writing these ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Who's taking notes on this on this three way? I guess I'll have to. I am the host. I should probably be. I'll jot some down also. Okay. (laughs) Quickie. Yeah. Well, okay. So I am having, because it is also, I'm in Iowa, so it is cold. I am having um, tequila. It's called, it's Arta tequila. And when I had it, it was, I had it in Colorado Springs this summer. And the lady served it with orange slices and cinnamon instead of lime. Absolutely. So So you're drinking straight tequila with cinnamon? Yeah, and lime oh, and, and oranges. Yes. Yeah. Good job. It's a hard day at the office. <laughs> <laughs> it's that kind of Tuesday. It just it's, it's that day, <laughs> right? <laughs> it is that kind of day. Yes, exactly. Well, I'm excited to uh, be sharing cocktails and mocktails with you tonight. And I first, since we are at the beginning of, of the year, I want to know, I want to get both of your feels for resolution. Are you in? Are you out? Do you like them? Do you support them? Do you set them? Um, Dave, what do you feel about resolutions? No, I, I never make a resolution. Look, it, I don't personally make resolutions. I'm all for goals throughout the year. I, I think it's great that people set goals throughout the year, whatever they may be. But you have to hold yourself accountable to them. I feel like New Year's resolutions like, oh, yeah, this year I'll fucking lose weight or whatever. But 
if you're trying to lose weight, you probably knew you were a fat ass in September. You probably knew you were a fat ass in August. So I don't know why the fuck you would wait until January. But again, goals are good. So I, I agree with setting goals. So you set goals all throughout the year? Throughout the year. Yes. And you I, have to, you have have to, to be accountable. You, you have to like, you know, see where you're at with them and, you know, change things as they come or whatever. But just one for the fucking year, no. And I, it's funny because I have a friend. I'll always be like, oh, I think I'm going to start that next Saturday. And he's always like, well, why don't you just start it today? And it's kind of like, right. well, yeah, why don't I just start it today? Right. <laughs> That's stupid to start next That's Saturday so true. or Monday. That's so true. Yeah. Nicole, what do you feel about New Year's resolutions? Mm, no, no, just, just, just no. And it's fine to I think last year I sort of set a theme for 2018 and a theme to sort of build my goals around. And my theme was sustainability. Just the idea being that I wasn't going to attempt to reach any goal that wasn't going to be sustainable. So, you know, I didn't want to take any supplements this year. I stopped taking pre-workout. Um, you know, just a lot of my blog content was focused around sustainability. So that was my way of reaching that goal professionally. But as far as, oh, January 1st, I'm going to eat clean and I'm going to be yeah. in the gym five days a week. <laughs> like, I, I hate to knock the people who are new to the gym that first week of January. And I try. Aren't the parking lots the worst? The, everything, uh, everything I want I to use people. is the worst. And I know that sounds obnoxious, but it's like, girlfriend, I've been here all year for the last, right. like, I don't know, 20 years now. So these like Johnny come lately's in January, uh, is, I don't think it's their fault. Even I think we've created this culture of January 1st changes are going to come. And then by time Valentine's day rolls around, it's like crickets in the gym again. So Which I don't think fine. it's even, yeah, which is, hey, honestly, I love that. But I don't think it's anyone's fault. I think we've created that resolution, that resolution culture. But, you know, I think, Anne, as a, as a dietitian, it's a little bit more important to learn to stay the course year round. And again, kind of taking it back to that idea of sustainability. I like the theme idea. Talk I think that's a theme. great thing to set the Dave, tone what would your theme your be? What was my theme for 18? What, no, what would your theme, what's your theme going to be for 19? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> Start jotting it down. I'm going to, yeah, I got to get on that now. Excellent. Now, now you behind. know you have to have a piece of paper and a pencil with you because you're going to learn something from this. I'm going to learn something today. <laughs> oh, you're going to learn today. i going to learn you something today. <laughs> All right, where's Queen Anne? Where, 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 you, at on the, where you at on the resolutions? Uh, resolute. Okay. First of all, I don't sell. I only celebrate New Year's is my birthday. So I don't celebrate traditional New first. Year's because I'm like, oh, amazing. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, it's my year. So it's is that my a birthday, good, so is that a good day year. for a birthday or a bad day for a birthday? My, no, my birthday is not on New Year's Day. It's actually in February, but that's when I celebrate my New Year's is on my birthday. So oh, I'm you. like a month and a half in already. So New Year's resolutions are just, there's, I think there's no point. Um, and I've actually seen a lot less clients coming in and having those New Year's resolutions, which I absolutely love because that means that they're either like realistic. They're like, well, nope, not going to do that. So not even going to try or they're just <laughs> adapting the whole year thing, like having goals or setting a theme or just kind of practicing just good things all year round. So yeah, resolutions, they're goofy. Agreed. 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 So thinking about the new year, um, I was thinking about both of the things, kind of your themes. And I like that you mentioned sustainability, Nicole, but we were talking about, you mentioned in a post earlier in two, or later in 2018, just about photos. And I kind of wanted to talk to you both about why you post the things you post on your Instagram feed. And they're very food oriented, which I love that. And they're very, I mean, they're just beautiful photos, but they actually have a meaning to them. So when we're talking about, you know, food and how those photos can make us want food or not want food, kind of tell me more about why you post the things that you do on your Instagram feed. Nicole, why don't you start? 
So my overall goal is to normalize. And I think that can be taken many different ways, but I think we have enough of culture telling us what not to eat. I think that's really prevalent and there's a lot of just general fear of food. You know, I hear it from clients. I hear it when I'm sitting at a pizza place trying to enjoy a slice with my daughter and the, you know, gaggle full of women next to us is talking about how they have to have a salad, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, that's my overarching goal is for people to hopefully look at a nutrition professional and be like, hey, you know what? It looks like she had a cheeseburger and no one died and she's not suddenly 500 pounds and it's really okay. So I don't know if that's more of a maybe masculine way of looking at food. I hate to, I hate to make it gender specific, but I do hear that so much more from women, this fear. So it's almost like putting a little bit more swag into your eating habits, whether that's masculine or feminine. Um, Just saying like, you know, when's the last time you heard a guy be like, oh, I can't eat this burger because I'm going to feel like crap tomorrow. or I'm I'm, going to feel, or I'm going to quote unquote, feel fat if I eat this. I, I hate that also. So, That's really why I've taken a little bit more of that turn this year. Um, You know, I think I I get a lot of positive feedback on it. And then, you know, I see people unfollow me too. So it's a a little bit of a give and take on that end. But that normalization is my end goal for, you know, hopefully a bigger and bigger audience as time goes by. And Dave, please share with us why you post the beautiful photos that you post. See, I I can't follow that. Like Nicole's is so like overarching and lofty and I want to help people. And I'm just a fucking narcissist. I'm like, I really like doing this because it's what I like. And there just so happens to be this awesome audience out there that also likes it. And, you know, I get to push the envelope. I get to be creative and I get to do some therapeutic shit in my posts and my captions and everything. But It really stems from just, I like this. I mean, I would be doing this with or without Instagram. So the fact that it just gives me the outlet is why I do it. Well, and you, I think a lot of people probably don't understand. You prepare all that food. I mean, it's not like you have this fancy kitchen that's making all this food and and my kitchen's nice having assistance you make this all yourself <laughs> i was gonna say i was gonna say his kitchen looks pretty nice from what i've seen actually <laughs> well i mean like not like a you know like a chef's kitchen right that fucking dump you cooking <laughs> well, I, I think it's so great that you both are you're doing what you both love to do, which I think is awesome. And you're showing, you're showcasing food that you love, which is another thing that's awesome. Because Nicole, I really appreciate, like Dave and I have talked about this before, that you put these crazy burgers on there and these crazy burritos and you're like this beef loving dietitian. And there's not a lot of them out there. Right, Dave? <laughs> there's so few. And that's just it. Like you, you get just like so many, I don't want to say conflicting messages, but there's just not enough of Nicole's point of view and there's not enough of that, you know, removing stigma and everything else when everybody else is like, Oh, here's a cow salad. Like there's a cow salad. She's, she's so aggressively not that. And I fucking love it. I appreciate that. And I think we are out there, but it's maybe in a less visible role. And you could probably speak to that. You know, there are a lot of dietitians who work within those communities, right? Like within, you know, I know a lot of dietitians who work within the beef community and, or maybe they're in the, you know, the pork community, so on and so forth. Um, And having met them and having met so many of these farmers and ranchers, it just like, it lights my fire to put all that out even more because I know where it comes from. And I know it's that's 100% true. And there's a lot of people out there that are doing that. But what makes you different is you take like the food porn aspect with it. Like, yeah, there's other people that are promoting beef, chicken, whatever, but you make it sexy. Oh, Dave. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
I, I can feel her blushing from across I'm gonna have the to get her, I'm going to have to take a cold shower Ooh. after this call. <laughs> no. Mercy. <laughs> like, like a fucking old lady at a Baptist church. <laughs> Just fanning me down. <laughs> but Dave, you also take food and you make it very sexy. Do you ever find, I think it's interesting how Nicole said that she has people unfollow her. Do you ever get people to unfollow you? Oh, so many. Like, I mean, I'll post like political stuff every other post and yeah, I'll just watch them go. So yeah, it, and which I is mean, fine. Yeah. that's fine. I, whatever. Whatever. I, I understand I'm not for everyone. I'm not going to get butthurt if you unfollow me, whatever. Bye. So, yeah. no. Which, Nicole, I'm sure you feel the same way no, as same, well. Sure. Yeah, I think I think a year ago I used to take it honestly. I used to take it a little more personally. Like, oh, this this big meaningful dietitian unfollowed me. I wonder wonder how offensive I am. And this past year, I kind of said, you know what, honey, like love me or leave me. But we all have right, a but different. I figure then you attract and, more of the right people. Uh, yes, I think that's that's true as well. Absolutely. Which you want them. You want those people in your community, anyways. Oh, yeah. You don't want the people. Yeah. You don't want yeah. trolling people. No, you want positivity. Anything. Absolutely. Oh, I don't mind trolls. Yeah. <laughs> you enjoy them. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> you just feed into them a little bit more. Oh God, I love feeding trolls. <laughs> I like the. Uh, I like the. I like the anti-vaxxers. I like a little bit of that. Like I don't mind oh, that. that. Like, please come troll me all you that want. That's cool. great. Yeah, yeah, you so have, we have some our fun with trolls conversations. Too. <laughs> yeah, Dave and I end up having some nice, interesting conversations, just kind of like in the in the comment section of my posts sometimes. <laughs> and it's always an it's always an enhancement when Dave shows up with something and trolls are involved. <laughs> I think that's great. Oh, it's always fun. Yeah, it's good well, times. that's why that's why I kind of got inspired by having you both on this podcast because Nicole, you had posted about you know food porn. Um, is it normalizing or is it reducing, you know, stigmas? Are they creating other problems for people? And I kind of wanted you, you both kind of weighed in on the post, but I wanted you to both weigh in a little bit more about that today, because I think I know for myself, like when I am hungry, I should not get on Instagram because I just want to <laughs> eat everything on the planet. So that's just my own personal experience. So I can't imagine other people that are on Instagram and how they're influenced by the, by the food pictures that are posted. So I want you both to kind of share your perspectives on that. So I w whoever would like to start, Dave, would you like to start on that? <laughs> are we afraid Nicole's going to be uh, too, too lofty and overpowering to me again? Let me have it, baby. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, I meant let me have your let me have your knowledge pour over me right now. So, uh, so as far as I go, so th so this is like as far as like the food porn goes, and as far as like the normalization and and everything, as far as that goes, right? Yeah, I want to hear it. All right, so. I mean, absolutely. Instagram normalizes all the crazy shit. It's, it's, it's exactly the same. And, and Nicole, so where this whole thing started was Nicole had, uh, did you message me or was it in a post? But it was, it was about the similarities between the normalization of actual porn versus kind of the, the same thing on the food porn spectrum. Like, is it becoming normalized? Is it becoming, kind of like desensitized to that, to basically that point where you see something and it just, you know, it's just like, uh, like it takes away the awesomeness that used to be a bacon cheeseburger. And now who cares if it's a bacon cheeseburger, unless it's three feet tall, sparkles, twirls and sings a song. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's kind of where it is at this point. And, and I get that. And, and I love that. But I feel like that's okay. Like, I like that people are experimenting. I like that that's out there. I like that people are pushing the envelope. And I, I, just, I just love that people are looking to experiment with all this crazy shit. And same with porn. I mean, it, it, it's wonderful. <laughs> we, know, we, we are aware that you enjoy that. <laughs> a, a tad. <laughs> I'm not alone if you read, so... No, absolutely not. Right. Uh, and 
Nicole, like you're, you are kind of talking about how, like, how do you feel truly when it comes to like just different photos about, you know, food porn? How do you feel as a dietitian? I, I will say nine times out of 10, I feel, I feel good about it. It's part of my, it's part of like, for me, it's part of the joy of social media as far as actually viewing the photos, you know, our friends send me like, Oh my God, look at this burger in Australia or like, Oh Jesus Christ, which one of these cookies would you have? And it's, you know, it's like oozing out M&Ms and caramel and I don't know, God knows what else is happening, you know, like, or would you do this Keep one talking. with, you know, Keep Oreos talking. shooting out of it? Oh yeah, baby. So, Keep talking. But I think, you know, in, in re, in reality, like uh, how often is anyone really seeking out those eating occasions, I don't know, you know, how do you measure the stats on that? So like for me personally, maybe in the beginning of the year of 2018 on my burger quest, people would be sending me like, oh, you have to go here on Long Island or there. And I started making my way around. And a lot of times I'd find, "Mm, you know what, I think this was just created by this restaurant to be photographed. And like, maybe the actual quality isn't there. I think that's the really, another really interesting intersection. It's like, are we forsaking the quality so that we can have this really beautiful photo and maybe it doesn't taste that great. And I think that is, I don't know if it's problematic necessarily. I mean, Hey, maybe you just went out and paid too much for a crappy burger, but you got the picture. So, you know, is it really even a loss in the typical say millennials eyes? I'm not really sure. Um, but I, I personally really like looking at all of that and maybe because I have personally normalized a lot of different things as time has gone by, I can look at these pictures and just say, okay, yeah, that's, that's nice to look at, but I'm going to eat whatever I had planned for dinner tonight. I mean, Dave, it's kind of like being married, right? Uh, So true. That's really not much. That's really not much. <laughs> that's, that's really it. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like going to the gym, and there's all sorts of you know man eye candy, and then you know, and then you go home. It's nice to look at, and you appreciate it, and you go home. Is is looking at photography on Instagram really that much different? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, what do you think? So thinking of that, I was having this thought. So like normalizing things like these beautiful burgers and crazy cookies and all of Dave's deliciousness. I think there's been this shift too with healthy food. So like making a kale salad look kind of appealing (laughs) on Instagram, taking like the perfect photo. But I don't feel like I never feel like I want to run out and eat a kale salad or or run out and eat this crazy like cashew tofu lentil whatever creation i feel like, like a dragon fruit smoothie yes, yes yeah it's the most maybe overrated sometimes. fucking fruit on the planet it's it tastes what? like nothing thank it you very like much nothing. and it's white it's like on the nine dollars a pound yes. yeah you could i'll tell you where you could put that um dragon fruits are like strippers they look exotic and sexy and everything but then you actually get it and you're just like oh that's disappointing. <laughs> no, but but that's a that's a so really interesting. I think that's a really interesting point. Um, is that all of you know, like this beautification of healthy food? Um, I don't know if I'd call that. I mean, from from my vantage point, I don't really look at that and say, yeah, oh, I I really want to swap out butter for cashew butter or whatever is going on. <laughs> it, it just kind of like it just kind of registers to me as oh okay yeah i get it you're so so healthy you're you're so pious and healthy congratulations if that's your you know entire feed so i don't even really um come across too much of that i think instagram knows i don't really want to look at it <laughs> but <laughs> i don't know true. dave what do you think <laughs> what do you what do you think of all that no, it's true. I feel like some of it just comes across like pompous as fuck. Like, oh, look at me. I made a pizza with fucking cauliflower instead of your <laughs> present flour. Like, <laughs> like I, I mean, part of me, like, appreciates that there's so many more uses for food. Like, I think that's so cool that you can sub out X, Y, and Z for whatever. Like, great. 
but don't try to sell me that it's actually better. Yeah, yeah, if you have to. But don't try to fucking sit there and sell me that it's better, because I've had it. You're wrong. Right. And see, that's how I feel, too. And I feel like, I feel, I kind of feel like, Nicole, like you said, like, oh, maybe this place is where you get the pretty picture, but maybe the food isn't that great. And I feel like that's a lot of, a lot of photos on Instagram are, well, you get the pretty picture, but it doesn't really probably taste that great. It's kind of like that Pinterest fail. If I try to recreate that, it's never going to look like that again, (laughs) or it's not going to taste very good. And so I feel like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people on the healthy food spectrum are kind of attracted to this, taking the picture of the cauliflower pizza and things like that, where I feel like maybe we need to make a shift back to just normal, real food. Not normal. I'm not going to say normal because that's not right. But uh, having a normal pizza with cauliflower crust, not maybe just with flour crust and just start to normalize normalize what we are used to eating or oh my god i I can see your comment section right now with people saying burn her (laughs) i know she's a witch and we're over our careers are over (laughs) right now done (laughs) but i I, I, I would i can just read people writing in all caps right now (laughs) (laughs) that would be great i would love that (laughs) no i'm but i would love i'm I'm with it well, and like you, Nicole, I would much rather have an actual beef burger or a turkey burger or a chicken burger, but I'm not a big like veggie burger person. And so I don't relate well with with that kind of stuff, I guess. And I feel like maybe as dietitians or maybe as chefs or people that are interested in food, we feel compelled to kind of go along with what's ever like trendy or cool, which neither of you do, which is why I love it. Yeah, I don't feel compelled one iota to make, you know, really any substitutions like the ones you mentioned, because, you know, I think as dietitians, we also know that there's this vicious cycle of deprivation. And I think some people are doing a really great job of highlighting that, like, hey, instead of trying to eat 10 pieces of fruit because you want a cookie, why don't you just have the cookie? You know, so some people are speaking to that. Some people are speaking to that really beautifully. And I think it resonates with a lot of people and that's, and, and that's great. Um, but there's something to be said for like, Hey, why don't you try just having a slice of pizza instead of having an entire cauliflower pizza? Like, don't tell me you're having one slice yeah. of cauliflower pizza and it's so delicious. Like, I don't know. Maybe you really think that. I just can. I cannot. I've tasted it. I, I. I cannot fathom. I cannot fathom someone sitting at a table and thinking that. Dave. No, hundred percent. So when I was working with Spartan, a lot of the meals that I made were using a lot of the substitutes, like using avocado kind of in place of meat, using using cauliflower. It was. It, it was. There was so much was that- fucking kale involved. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know. I was I concerned about your kale. No, you know what? I, I was really hoping. <laughs> I was that concerned also. I was hoping somebody <laughs> was just going to call the cops to do a wellness check on me to make sure I wasn't kidnapped and my <laughs> account was hacked. Because I was like, oh my God, I just used kale twice. People are probably concerned. I was concerned. But, but that was just it. Like, I mean being exposed to it and it was so cool to like actually like use the ingredients in a different way and to be creative with something that I wouldn't normally do. But that said, now that I did it, I was like, Oh, well I'd rather have fucking chicken nuggets or I'd rather have, you know, whatever else. And I was like, well, that, this is disappointing. And even though I'm like adding a shit ton to it, I was still like, <laughs> so disappointed. And kale still sucks. I still you can't deal with it. <laughs> I, okay. I love so, Dave's yeah, hatred heard- for kale. <laughs> I, I, I don't day. understand it. I, I swear to God, all the dietitians just get together, and there's like a master dietitian that like passes down the rules for the year, and they're like, "This year we're gonna do kale." <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of true. Like, there's always some tre- like there's always some food trend. It's cauliflower. Or it's kale or matcha. Um, ma- <laughs> matcha. <laughs> Oh, you yeah. like <laughs> it is good, Dave. Like, I, I, I just don't understand. Do something good with that. 
Yeah. <laughs> like an ice cream? I, I don't know. We could help you. <laughs> All right. Group effort. <laughs> Group effort. We could do that. We got but it. I think like that's a really good point that, you know, for you, when you were making the recipes, did you did you like how they tasted with the kale? I mean, honestly, no. I, see, I, I don't like kale. I mean, just, uh, I mean, trendy, trendy or not, I don't like kale. I've tried to like kale. Like, I want to cooked? like kale. No, I, I no, I, I don't like kale. It's like the same thing with like salmon. Like I really want to like salmon, and I really want to like kale, but I just don't. So they're they're a hard sell. I'm the same with you on salmon. I can't get down with salmon at all. I want to like it so much, but yeah, I do too. I wish I I wish I did. No, I've tried it so many different ways too. Have you tried it with pierogies? Which are basically Holy ravioli. I know that more. sounds weird. I, no. I, I like where you're going. I, I basically like bake, I, I make this for my daughter all the time. I bake up some salmon and like full disclosure, I'm not like, yeah, salmon, but I eat it once a week or like whatever. And I, tr- and I make it palatable to the best of my abilities. So <laughs> I pair it with, um, I pair it with frozen pierogies, which are basically. A ravioli filled with, I don't know, cheese or potato. They're not terrible for you. They're a little high on the sodium, but, you know, neither here nor there. So I do that and, like, a bag of baby spinach and some chopped up, like, pre-cooked chorizo. And then I do a little Mm -hmm. dollop of Greek yogurt at the end. I have to tell you, it's like you put it all together and you're not like, you're like, you know, you're only an hour away, right? I know, Dave, one day I'm just going to roll up. (laughs) I'm going to be like. Sorry, preggers, get out of here. Yeah, bounce. <laughs> bounce. <laughs> Got a place for you in Long Beach. <laughs> Please document this if this happens. I- <laughs> We're going to do it all shady. We're going to meet in the middle in like Jersey. Yeah, we keep talking about it. Yeah, one, one day over a plate of tempting salmon. Right. Oh, right. Very <laughs> so what is your you both i know another thing you two both cook a lot i think that you cook eight thousand times more than i did do so i very much look forward to see what you both make so for you both what is your food philosophy kind of when you're cooking what is like how you approach what you make or what you create in the kitchen as I call you both chefs in my eyes. So oh, wow. You're adorable. Yeah. I mean, oh, wow. Seriously. So I'm just an ex-bad kid. <laughs> well, I know you've said that before, which That's I think true. is a great analogy. That should be the beginning of your book when you write I'm a recovering fat kid, right? Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So Dave, so, so Dave, when you are, when you think about your week and what you're going to prepare, how do you kind of approach your meal planning and your food planning? I'm totally seat of the pants every day. My th- my thing is just don't be boring. Like, and that, that that's pretty much it in all aspects of life. Like, just don't be boring. Like, it could be awesome. It could not work, and you know what to do. But just don't be like predictable and boring. Like, I just hate that. So every day, I'm just like going through. I'll fucking find something. Oh, a can of pineapple juice. What the fuck can I do with this? Or you know anything like that? And it's just just kind of let it go from there. Like, I just like being creative with it and just not being boring. Plus, I have to impress the fucking one-year-old who, who is not afraid to tell is me when I suck. <laughs> <laughs> you really just kind of go in the kitchen. You're like, what do I have? And you create just something from basically you don't meal plan. You just kind of go fly by the seat no, of your pants. Not at all. Right. Awesome. I'm That's so jealous of you that it. you can do that. Thank you. I would see a can no, of pineapple. I feel like, I, I feel like anybody can do that. <laughs> <laughs> no i can't like Anybody i can't that is one of my biggest struggles i can't do it i've or tried just like looking at something and off. like uh, well what if i cook something this way or what if i deep fry spaghetti like i mean sometimes this shit works sometimes it doesn't but i would rather try i think that's amazing nicole what do you how is your approach do you plan I just- i just love dave you know what it is about dave he has the passion and he obviously loves it so much that's what's so 
obvious to me. He just, he obviously loves it. Otherwise, all that stuff wouldn't come out looking the way it does. And probably Stop making me fall as, in love with you. As, as good as it looks. I'm waiting for my lifesaver <laughs> engagement ring. Um, it's coming. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, like, I guess it starts with how I shop. And basically, I, you know, I either shop a sale protein or obviously I default to beef um, because I know it, 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 it's dependable. I know whatever I do, it's going to be satisfying. It's going to taste really good. And I'm not going to be like reaching around for goodies later on if I've had my beef at dinner. So, you know, that's usually my, you know what I mean? You're like, hmm, what else is in the kitchen? Yeah. I didn't enjoy my how dinner. Do you, how you know do you that. cook your beef? You know that feeling. Um, so when I can, I like to use a um, a, a Staub cast iron, uh, like Dutch oven, I guess you'd call it, right? Yeah. Like one of yeah, those yeah. Like cast iron, mm-hmm. um, cast iron Dutch ovens. Um, yep. I really like in, in the winter, I like a, you know, I like a lot of Chuck. I like to do that Chuck Mississippi roast. I posted that recently. Uh, there's a really good Guy Fieri recipe that I, I, I never follow right. to. I know, but I'm telling you, <laughs> you don't follow it to a T. He actually does it with short ribs and it's better with uh, with a roast. And it's basically like cherry pie filling and some canned chipotle peppers and adobo and Guinness and red onions. And it's just like shreddy and sweet and smoky and spicy. And Yum. it's amazing. Um, you know, when all else fails, Flavor like cow. I'll do so good um i'll do you know i'll do one of like my favorite steak cuts pan fry it and then make something fun on the side like tonight i did a really quick real potato gnocchi with some bagged spinach and whatever cheese i had lying around i was like all right it's kind of like a mac and cheese gnocchi veggie situation and some steak and thrown a i always try to throw in a fresh vegetable either before dinner or during and you know, that's it. Keep it like kind of simple, but I know what's, um, I know what's dependable. You know, I really, honestly, I very rarely do a full meatless meal. And, um, <laughs> that's, that kind of sums up how I cook animal proteins <laughs> are always involved. I would say I, I'm like you, but I, I, my go-to is always beef all the time. Dave, what's your go-to protein? It's probably chicken. I love chicken. chicken. I love chicken. Love it. I don't uh, love you, chicken. You did the whole like chicken takeover, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I love I I I love chicken. Um I I kinda like to like go out for it more than I like to always prepare it Do myself. You. But hey, like an but like now? a nice but like a nice well, because then I can have chicken and waffles. I'm not making that at home necessarily. I'm not making oh. it deep fried at <laughs> home. Um but like yeah, like some some I, lo- I what I do love I'll about chicken is like you can girl. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you how I like how you can transform like some plain old skinless chicken breasts in in that same like, you know, cast iron preparation, throw in some green, you know, some like green salsa or like a can of Rotel, can of pineapples, whatever, mm. and you cook it down. It's like you have shredded taco meat for days. Like what's better okay. than that? That's that's yeah, right. that's amazing. And you and, and usually inexpensive, so that's nice too. Right. I need to do all these. I'm see I am to, I'm taking notes of all these ideas. I love this cuz I, I don't know like, how to I don't know how to put this stuff together. This is And great. this time of the year is the best. You have like the turkey on sale, you have like prime ribs everywhere, there's ham, yeah. everything, usually shrimps all the, on all sale. The, like it's awesome. All the pork like tenderloin is Rocking around mm-hmm. to a decent price. Right. Yeah, it's good stuff. Right. Well, and I, I like the fact that I think protein, I'm, I'm not a big like plant-based protein person. Like I feel like I need to get protein from, from animal protein. Kind of like Nicole, you mentioned you don't do a lot of meatless meals. Dave, do you do any meatless meals? Mm, Fridays I make pizza. There's no meat mm-hmm. on your pizza? No, you know what? I, I I don't like meat on my pizza. Huh? I'm not a pepperoni fan. I'm not a sausage meatball, anything like that. I'm not a fan of meat on pizza. What about buffalo chicken? 
I see. I'm okay with buffalo chicken. I'm okay with cheesesteak. Okay, but cool. Like a meat, like a meat lover's pie. I, I, I will never order that. I've never had a cheesesteak pizza. That sounds what? interesting. Oh, <laughs> I'm into, I'm into that. I like, oh, I like right. the way that sounds. <laughs> Just wait. put that on the list for Philly. That's on the yes. list. Yes. Yes. Philly 2019. We're gonna do that. Pizza. We're gonna do Philly tacos. We're gonna. I'm gonna spoil you. Oh, oh my yes. gosh. I'm wearing elastic pants the whole time. I was just going to read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Spandex and all the way. Yeah. <laughs> so when you think about, when you both think about, you know, food and how it's, you know, everyone's kicking off their new year, just kind of what do you, what, what do you, if you had to say something to someone who possibly was making a resolution right now, what would be something that you would, what would be like a tidbit of advice to when it comes to food for someone? That's a tough question now that I'm thinking about it. Wow. But, yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess like when you're thinking of someone comes to you and they're like, you cook food, you make food. I'm trying to do, I'm trying to cook more. I'm trying to eat a little bit healthier or I'm trying to incorporate something into my life as far as chicken or you know, fish or whatever. Would what would you, try. what would be just dive in, just do yeah. it. Try it. Just absolutely try it. It's like everyone's else. scared. You'll get like, better at it. You'll find sauces, you'll find X, Y, Z, but you can just try, just get in there. Just do it. What about yeah, you? I, I would, you know, as much as, you know, obviously our protein intake is so important and kind of optimizing that throughout the day. I, you know, what everyone is really struggling with, what the stats show is that no one's eating their vegetables. No one's having like a piece of fruit anymore. Like, what, I think it's one out of one out of 10 Americans is getting the recommended um, allotment of servings per day. So that's usually my first question. Like, hey, you know what? Why don't you like try, like, I don't know, have some baby carrots or <laughs> like having like, green put in, ever. Yeah, exactly. Like put an apple in your bag if, if, you know, if breakfast is so hard, you know, just make, you know, wake up. I would say wake up 15 minutes earlier or half hour earlier if it's, you know, not super duper early for your life. Um, and, you know, try and uh, try and like front load your habits a little bit better in the beginning of the day. And for some people, that's easier said than done. But I feel like that's where I just feel like that's kind of where it's at is is making that morning thing a habit. and. Yeah, like for Christ's sake, like have something crunchy sometime today. Like it's a good idea for everybody. But also there's so many like time savers, like just like um buy a frozen bag of something instead of fresh broccoli yeah. if you want to chop it up. Like yeah. it's so easy. Yeah, and, and I th- well, you know what I think that's a great point. I think we need to speak to that more because there's a little bit of I think there's a little bit of like this idea of elitism around our fruit and vegetable consumption. Like if it's not from an organic farm in Vermont in the, in the springtime, you know? Yeah, exactly. If it wasn't like whispered a bedtime story every night, then like you shouldn't be eating it. I think like there's, there's no shame. Like grab a, grab a, grab bagged salads. No, seriously. Like, Grab something out of a bag. Like that's not going not to remain. That shit'll it kill is, you. It is not <laughs> <laughs> It's back. Romaine is back, right? And it's totally okay. <laughs> Romaine is back. I, like like Dave said, like have 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 a frozen vegetable. It's so inexpensive and it's and it's easier, you know. Take the shortcuts when you can, but like do something to work towards that goal because those guidelines exist for a reason and really no one's following them. So yeah, I had a class just recently and our goal for probably six weeks of the class was to have one vegetable a day. They couldn't even hit that. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. it. It's like the that. Struggle. Yeah. Oh my God. See, I feel like I eat so good now. Well, now? Do. Like today? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, every, like every, yeah, just today alone. <laughs> I had eighteen. No, huh? <laughs> <laughs> nutritious AF you are <laughs> winning, but um, <clears throat> no, like I, I didn't realize that. Like I didn't, I didn't know that was that big of a struggle. It's a huge struggle. I didn't know I that. Think, yeah, and I think 
I know. I don't know. Like, I feel like some, of course, like, oh, potatoes are bad for you and bananas are bad for you. That I think has scared a lot of people away from all kinds of fruits and vegetables. See, but also like me, like I, when I make food, like I, I like, I have to have like that color. I need like those pops and you get that from the fruits and vegetables. For sure. So for me, it's just no brainer. Like, I mean, even if you want like a puree, just like blast some peas or carrots, whatever. But like, I I need that color and that's where it comes from. So I, I, I don't know. Like, otherwise I'm just bored. Otherwise it's just brown or beige. Yeah, right. It's like my house. (laughs) Brown or beige. (laughs) You live on a golf course. I do not. (laughs) I don't don't live on a golf course at all. I say it every time. Can't hide money. (laughs) (laughs) So, as also for... (laughs) If you want to come to Iowa, you're more than welcome. It's pretty big. I live by a retirement situation now. <laughs> I live by a retirement community. My neighbors bring me banana bread. It's great. Look at that. It's amazing. <laughs> I know it is kind of nice. So another thing, so we talked about giving other humans advice on resolutions or just the new year. What about people so thinking about being authentic in your in your Instagram feed? Um I feel like there's a lot of not authentic Instagram feeds when it comes to food. I think people are doing what everyone wants them to do. So what would you recommend to a dietitian or someone that's like Dave interested in showcasing food and sharing food? What would you tell people to maybe adapt for the new year when it comes to looking at, re-looking at what they're doing with their Instagram feed? Dave, I'll let you start. (laughs) I I know. I am like... Cracking down tonight. Authentic, it just comes through. Well, that's why yours is so authentic because you're just like, I don't care. This is it. This is me. This is what I'm doing. Here's my pretty right. food. But 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 what I my do caption. is what anyone can do. Right? Yeah. I mean, really, it's read the captions. Oh, by the way, here's a uh, whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> but your caption has by substance. Way, I you know, a there's salad. a reason. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a no, reason but- and there's a purpose and no, you. Thought into it, yes. But but I feel like all the inauthentic ones, like uh, they just shine through, and it's usually just like the picture and a couple hashtags, and like uh, okay, again, again, just don't be boring in life, and that's boring. And I think don't be scared, like don't be scared to just be who you want to be, because you can tell people that are just doing it, doing it for the Insta. Totally, I feel like. Stop faking the O and go for it. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> Let Don't yourself be. loose. You're not in high school. You know what's going on. We all know you're just faking it. it. We all know you're faking it. <laughs> that face looks weird. Let's just do it. I like that. Nicole, what do you think? I think it's it's so it's so difficult to advise on that because you know like you know part of me like as my position with any being the tech and social yes. media specialty group leader I, I i am aware that there is a method and that there is you know there are these algorithms and there's sort of it seems to be there is a recipe for uh certain avenues of success as far as building your following um and getting more engagement, but I do see, so, you know, so, so there's that. And and I go back and forth with it all the time. Like, oh, should I be doing these split screens or, you know, should I be doing A, B, C, and D because I want to be authentic at the same time. I want to reach a wider audience for my message in particular. You know, there's a, there are communities I want to serve and, you know, I can't talk to a wall forever. Right. But at the same time, I think there's something to be said for just being you and not following such a neat little pattern all of the time. And, you know, just putting out what you feel passionate about that. And you hope eventually it grows. Right. I think, you know, I've seen as my mom has, as my mom always reminds me, Dave's followership has really grown this year. My mom's (laughs) obsessed with you, Dave. 
and your eyebrows and your content and your kid. She is just like obsessed with you. (laughs) Um, And so anyway, I think, you know, I think there, there is something to be said for that authenticity. It just doesn't always feel. I'm going to drop my phone right now. (laughs) Um, She can send mine back. We'll, We'll double team. I like, <laughs> I'm no, I'm jealous. I'm always getting love. Every time I bring up my mom to Dave, I'm like second fiddle. So <laughs> there's that, you know, there, there's, there's that too. So, you know, it's like, how quick, how quick do you want to get there too? Right. And, and, and again, but, but it's think, also a matter of like how important is Instagram and how important right. is being authentic mm-hmm. yes. versus the numbers. Yes. Like, is it more important yes. for you to be authentic and just find the right following? Or is it more important to make the fucking algorithm happy? Like, I don't give a fuck right. about the algorithm. Like, I know it's a no, thing. I know it probably fucks me sideways, but I don't care. No, it's a, I, that's a I, really good point. Yes. And I would agree with you on that. <coughs> I think it's hard. I think, I think it's great. The best thing about Instagram, I think, is meeting people like you two and just getting to be exposed to just different, tra- you know, different streams of thought and thoughts about food, life, whatever you're sharing, like that's been my biggest takeaway from Instagram. It's not necessarily about everything else, like the, the logarithm or how many followers you have or who's following you or liking you or that's just kind of my I also my feel take. like it comes when you are authentic and you are posting what you love versus, you know, here's my salad, hashtag kale salad, salad, hashtag kale, <laughs> hashtag whatever. Like it, nobody gives a fuck. so eventually like you're just gonna find the audience and i mean also like how you communicate with them is big i mean if somebody comments i always make sure i comment back even if it's a fucking emoji but whatever i mean that's that's what brings people in yeah that's that's so important is that engagement piece and you do that so nicely and bringing and bringing people together because Without Instagram, none of us would be having this conversation yes. right now, which is that's true. like my, that's why I think that's my favorite part. I mean, I would, I would just or, be talking to myself, imagining YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> talking to a wall. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to ask, I, I mean, I you know it's the beginning of the year, but I, what are you, this is instead of doing my five questions, which you guys are so familiar with, but. Tell me something that you are both looking forward to when it comes to 2019. Nicole, I'll let you start. Oh boy, what am I looking forward to in 2019? We're all gonna. Meet. I'm looking. F- we I, yeah. Meet. Well, I'm. <laughs> I am. I am most. Um. I'm most definitely. I'm most most definitely looking forward to. Fancy being in Philadelphia, namely because Dave Chirotsky is going to be there. And, and I hope you're going to be there this year too. And, yes. um, and that's, and that's super duper exciting. And I'm just, you know what? I'm really looking forward to just saying yes more and putting myself out there a little bit more. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it, I'll be DMing you some t- questions. <laughs> <laughs> You know, sometimes, uh, you know, it's like sometimes it's sometimes it's a yeah, we'll take you. And sometimes it's a no. But I think the older I get, I just feel like I might as well try. So, you know, like today I, today I submitted spirit. a, yeah, today I submitted a speaker proposal with an, uh, another dietitian for, um, for a conference that is not fancy. If we get it, great. You know, if, if not, we tried. So just like forging forward in an authentic way in that direction is what I'm looking forward to this year. Um, I have a lot of beef content coming in 2019. I'm super excited for that blog posts and videos. So I'm going to dip my toe in the water in that a little bit. And, um, you know, looking forward to like maybe the last summer that my daughter really wants to hang out with me before kindergarten. <laughs> um, always looking, always looking towards summer because I live near the beach. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's great. Good for you. I'm so excited to see all that is to come for you. That'll be amazing. Thank you. All right, Dave, 
What's 2019? Uh, what you looking forward to? A new baby? Right, so, so I think I get a redo here because I, I think I want to change my theme answer from I don't know to domination. Like, I just want to kick ass all year. Like, it doesn't matter what I do. That's it. So, yeah, that's it. That's it. So I just want to be better at everything that I did last year. That's amazing. Like, that's it. Like, drop the mic. Boom. Boom. Bam. That's it. (laughs) Wait, Dave, I forgot something else I'm looking forward to in 2019. We're supposed to do a Spartan in Bethpage, New York in 2019. Yeah. So I already got my season pass. We are doing the Spartan. All right, so I need to get some kind of pass, and I'm scared, but I, that's something I no, said yes to that Dave Sharotsky asked. So I'm looking you forward okay, to that. Again, more video. Are you guys going to wear GoPros during this? I feel like you need to both have GoPros. I have a GoPro. So you can, you can oh my gosh. film it. Do we, need, do we get to match like our clothing as well? We might have matching t-shirts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Bikinis will Hot be another day. Paint. Okay. Well, that, that, cool. that's the top. <laughs> the no pants yes. Spartan. <laughs> yes. There, there's actually a guy. He's on uh, Instagram. He's Bowtie Spartan. All he wears is a bow tie and a speedo. Wow. Oh my gosh! He's awesome. awesome. I like it. <laughs> He's awesome. And yeah, what are I you looking be- forward to? Yes. Um, I let's see. I kind of was thinking about this theme thing. Like, I need to, uh, I need to kind of harness that theme idea myself. I'm looking forward to, again, going out of my comfort zone with some podcasting things. I'm going to try to read DM and you some questions too. Yeah, you can. I (laughs) I told myself I I was going to ask for three people that intimidate me. So kind of like higher up people that are like starstruck by to be on my podcast. We'll see if that happens. Oh, that's so cool. Do I, it. I really, I know I just need to do it, but it's like so scary to reach out. No, to you someone. know what? So, so did I tell you like what my push was this year for food fetish Friday? No. So my push this year was I wanted to like actually reach out to porn stars and have them oh. actually do the dishes and like present it and do everything. But it turns out they probably get a million dick pics every day from weird guys like me. <laughs> so they had no interest in even opening it. So it didn't really work, but it was cool to try. And I actually got two that wrote me back. So that was cool. Well, that's good. Right. Yeah. Like so do it is my point. Like, absolutely do it. Reach Just out. Say yes. do it. Yes. Just say yes. I like that. Yeah, I know. And I when need to in be doubt, more... send a dick pic. <laughs> Right than yours. <laughs> I'll take some glamour shots this weekend. Should I? I feel should like... I put that quote in my Instagram stories right now and see what I, I happens? I think it needs to be there. I think it needs. To be Just there. say yes when in doubt. <laughs> Send the. Pick. Oh my gosh! Most that, inspirational like quotes in 2019. Said... <laughs> <laughs> About Dave Sharotsky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine. Help send the dick pics, son. <laughs> Words of wisdom. That could be a wisdom Wednesday. Wisdom Wednesday. <laughs> That's going to be yes. wisdom Wednesday tomorrow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I had so much fun chatting with you tonight. Um, I would love to have another conversation with us three again in the future. I am looking forward mostly again to 2019 in Philly. That is going to be absolutely. We're going to have to like videotape it. I'm going to, I think I'm going to create like a little video of it so we can like have memories forever that lives on forever. Yes. So yes, we will definitely be meeting again, either on the airwaves or in person. (laughs) (laughs) Is that part of the itinerary? Yes. (laughs) I've always wanted to do that. Now's my chance. And we're gonna have salmon and kale, and we're gonna nah. do a Spartan race. <laughs> and I mean, we're we're gonna have cheesesteak pizza. Oh my gosh, I can't even take it. This oh. this tequila is not doing it when you're talking about pizza. Or that's what I'm gonna think about when I put my head down tonight. I'm gonna be some deep, deep thoughts about that cheesesteak pizza. You're going to wake up Drifting into a sweet slumber, yes. You are going to wake up smiling. (laughs) 
Well, thank you so much, friends. And we'll be talking soon. Each time I talk with Dave and Nicole, I don't think one hour is quite enough. I feel like we need a few more. I'm looking forward to meeting them both in person in 2019. What are you looking forward to as the new year begins? I'm going to entertain Nicole's idea of setting a theme for the year and then follow it up with Dave's idea of just going for it. I hope you kind of consider doing the same. It's very important to be authentic, do and share what you love and do it all year long and be consistent. My website, AnnaElizabethArty.com is where you can read my latest weekly wisdom blog post where I share my current adventures, food I am eating and the music that's making up the soundtrack of my life of the week. I might also include a really delicious real deal recipe and what I'm loving right now. Please drop me a note. Tell me what you like, what you don't like, or if there's something you'd like to see from me. I also appreciate any reviews you share with me or the world by reviewing my book on Amazon or leaving a review of the podcast on iTunes. It just helps me understand you, my favorite people and my awesome listeners. Remember to be great. Always find the joy in each day and to start a conversation that truly matters.